every now and then a film comes along and it just blows you away. And that film is usually snubbed at the Oscars. Yeah, and I think, you know, that's true for the film that we're talking about today. I mean, it got snubbed for multiple awards. I mean, the acting is brilliant. The writing, the con- even the concept, it's just groundbreaking. Yeah, back in, in 2001, I don't know what the Academy were thinking when they, they weren't considering this film for best picture. And that film is Bubble Boy. It's hard to show the world what you're made of when you're allergic to just about everything. I'm allergic to diapers, hands, scissors, grass, even my parents. And then I met Chloe. But she's about to marry the wrong man. You know, Mark? Well, the wedding's this Saturday in Niagara Falls. And I have to stop her. Especially about this simp who falls in love with this girl he lives next door to. And he thinks, oh, you know, I'm stuck in a bubble, so she'll definitely marry me. And her name is Chloe. 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 (laughs) The trailer is so 2001. I'll tell you what was the biggest thing in this film that annoyed me. It was Jake's laugh. Yeah. Uh, it's so bad. It's so, so bad and annoying as well. Oh, it is. Like, obviously, he's sort of pretending to be younger than he actually is, his character. But obviously, when he's like running down the road and floating down the uh, Niagara Falls River, he's just like, ah shut up mate yeah i think he's come leaps and bounds since bubble boy (laughs) his acting didn't he um was it four years like nearly exactly four years after he was in the bubble he was in brokeback mountain kissing heath ledger I know. How do you go from bubble to brokeback in <laughs> four years? It's crazy. I'm an astronaut. No way, Mom. I'm, I'm some kind of bubble boy. How do you take a dump in that thing? I actually had the opportunity to speak to the director of Bubble Boy, Blair Hayes. Here it is. The real life. So... 20 years of Bubble Boy. How does that believe feel? it? Can you freaking believe it? No. <laughs> so you were like, um, you, you, you were two years old when it came out. Yeah, that is mad. Mm-hmm. And I'm so sad that I didn't see it back then. It probably wasn't made for my age group, but <laughs> I'm sad I didn't watch it. I'm sure my parents didn't ever introduce me to the uh, masterpiece. <laughs> my my nine-year-old has seen it. A, a number of times along with his I think the first time he saw it he was probably seven and my wife and I are looking at each other like we are the worst parents of all time my wife <laughs> did he enjoy really, it then my wife by the way was in the movie too so she uh there oh so, wow oh but she she's the uh the girl behind the counter near the end when bubble boy needs to borrow a beer oh and she ends oh, up holding okay. she's sticking up the joint she's got the the store owner, you know, with a 357 Magnum in his face on the floor. So when was the last time that you watched it? Uh, probably with them about uh, a year ago or so. 
So would you say, compared to the first time that you ever watched the whole finished piece, would you say your opinion on it has changed at all? Wow, what a great question. Uh, no, I don't think so. Uh, uh, the, what I will say is that I love that it, you know, over the years, it's got a newfound appreciation. So yeah. that in of itself puts a different perspective on it when you watch it now, you know, because mm. I mean, I, 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 I'm, I get letters and emails and, and accolades, you know, quite often, you know, especially on Instagram and things like that. Uh, and, and, you know, that makes you feel good, you know, because at, at, at the time of release, you know, it didn't, wasn't a big picture, you know, and in part because it came out, you know, a week before 9-11. Oh, <laughs> which, God, yeah. Not really good for movies in general, especially comedies. Uh, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, it's kind of, you know, newfound appreciation and, you know, uh, myself, uh, other people, including, of course, Jake, who have been in it. And now, you know, everybody's recognizable or when they find out you've done it you know you're like oh my god i grew up in that movie so you know my dad and i watched it every year at christmas and you know that kind of you're like okay uh but it's pretty cool so in that regard um i just look at it differently that i think you know people uh have grown you know fond of it you know a lot more fond of it and um and laugh about it and, and you know now i mean there's so many memes and 500 is like it part of the yeah. <laughs> you know and I love that. <laughs> thank you. That that by the way, that scene was all improvised. Yes, I I would like five hundred dollars. You want five hundred dollar? Yes, I would. Please, I would like five hundred dollars. You want five hundred dollar? Yes, I want five hundred dollars. Five hundred dollars. Me and Jake kind of worked on it, and uh, you know, it was always written that you know, Bubble Boy gets that part of. Uh, I think it's Illinois or Indiana where it's all Chinese and yeah and uh, and originally uh, Ping Wu, the guy who played uh, the MC, was not gonna do like a Chinese accent. I mean, he's as American, you know, as me. Yeah. Uh, but we started saying, well, you know, wouldn't it be funny if Bubble Boy mimicked, not knowing how politi politically incorrect he was, you know, if he mimicked the Chinese <laughs> accent? So so we're like, Ping, well, what would you think if you went? you want $500? And we're like, wow, you know, we're feeling like we're crossing some boundaries right here. But, but, uh, but Fink said, no, it's funny, went along with it. And so, yeah, it just worked because it was so stupid, you know? It's not and, something that would fly t today. No, I would, you, you, there's a lot of, yeah, there's a lot of stuff I don't think one would get away with now. But yeah, it was, um, you know, but at the time we just thought, well, I don't know, uh, it, it makes sense that, and just funny that Bubble Boy thinks this guy just talks like this. He must be, yeah. he's American, you know, he just talks funny, I don't know why. So, but you know, that was the whole the whole attraction to me about the project too, was that sort of, you know, this uh, this innocent abroad, you know, thing that 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 happened. And, uh, yeah. you know, I thought, I thought it was great, you know, to put it loftily, it was sort of candide, <laughs> which, which Jake and I would, you know, tongue-in-cheek, you know, reference quite often, you know, Candide out in the world and, uh, you know, again, the, the innocent, you know, thrown into the, the ditches and travails of yeah. adult life and politics and all that stuff. So, yeah, it was, it was fun. But anyway, I, I, I just, I, I, I always liked the movie. I actually did, even though I made it. I, for, for years, I had, I, mean, I got plenty of bad reviews, believe me, but I, the best review I got I had to blow it up and frame it and put it on my wall. Just the, the, the log line was, if Jesus made a movie, it would be Bubble Boy. <laughs> oh. 
God, I said, oh, well, okay. Right. Not that I'm Christ-like, but I got, it just meant that that reviewer, you know, got it. That was the, the message. Yeah. I thought it had a terrific message, you know. Oh, yeah. But, so would you say uh, last year and this year particularly, um, it's gained more of a cult following because of the whole social distancing and, you know, masking up and everything like that. Do you reckon that's probably why? Yeah. A hundred percent it has. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, in fact, there's, if you Google bubble boy COVID memes, you know, or pandemic memes, there's tons. Then there was a really, really good one uh, done on Instagram uh, by a guy whose handle is boss logic. And it was, uh, I think it's called bubble man. Uh, and actually mm. Jake sent it to me because he had seen it. Somebody sent it to him and it showed bubble boy today. You have to see it. But it showed Bubble Boy today as, as a man, as Jake, but now his bubble okay. suit floats and he's got mechanical arms. But the best part about it, he's in a darkened grocery store and the aisles of, of toilet paper are all gone. So <laughs> it's really quite funny. But yeah, there's been a whole bunch of, I think, of, uh, uh, and I think every, all of us are, you know, Bubble Boys now. We're all socially isolated. Oh, yeah. And uh, so, yeah, it hasn't found a new sound. And yeah, and the people that like the, that particular meme, I mean, you know, Suddenly, you know, I looked at my Instagram account and I shot up with like 500, you know, followers. I'm like, what the hell is this about? And it's because, you know, Jake had seen it. And, and Jake tagged me and said something like, hey, you want to, you know, do a sequel or something? He was kidding. Would you, so it seems like uh, you sort of have a, a good relationship with him now. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't see him as much. He's in town right now, but he's, he lives in New York most of the time. And uh, ah. I saw him, uh, I think it. Thanksgiving year before last. Uh, I'm very, I'm still quite good friends with his dad and uh, Jake's oh. uh, stepmother. In fact, I'm producing, writing, producing a movie with them right now. Oh, wow. Yeah. So would you ever uh, consider working with him again? Oh my God. Like, like not on a uh, Bubble Boy sequel, but- Yeah, I don't think that's gonna else. happen. Because, yeah, I don't think that's gonna happen. Somebody actually on Instagram asked Jake, they said, oh, is this gonna happen? And he's like, no. Uh, but no way. Yeah, no, uh, we, we've, we've talked about a couple of possibilities. There was a comedy that uh, kind of panned out at one point. Um, and he likes doing comedies. He's actually quite good. But um, oh, yeah. th there's something in the future. I don't know what it is yet. You know, maybe it's this project I'm working on now. I haven't hit him up with it yet, but who knows? I don't know. Well, fingers crossed. Yet. Fingers crossed there's more in the bag, Thank you, you know? Yeah, I would love, love, love to. I mean, you know, obviously he's an, an incredible actor and he's oh, also yeah. a wonderful person. And, and um, um, yeah, I hope, I hope I get to do something with him again one of these days. We, we will at some point. So do you have any, going back to the actual film, do you have any funny stories to do with the bubble itself? I mean, a bubble was a very difficult obstacle, really. Uh, to work around but you know i always insisted from day one that you know we do it for real that we don't do a cg bubble say you know some even though i knew that would be really difficult you know uh yeah just photographically if nothing else and then it was also my idea to make it a round bubble you know uh some of the some i think the producer Bo Flynn had had some somebody an illustrator do up some comps you know some ideas and all of the bubble suits will look like, you know, like, you know, uh, uh, PPE. Yeah, with the visor and the whole nine, nine yards. But, you know, I just looked at it and said, I don't think that's very funny. 
you know, it's just it's like a guy with a hazmat suit on, you know, and um, yeah. so I said, no, it should be, it should be like a, a bubble, like an egg, um, and that has a couple of arms that he, you know, he pulled off of his in his interior bubble, which also needs to be a bubble, not not a yeah. box like it was in the original uh, John Travolta movie, or I guess in real life with you know the kid who actually had it. Um, so I just said, yeah, it's just funnier if he's got like a, there, there was, there was actually, the inspiration also came from an old uh, Warner Brothers cartoon about, uh, it was a chicken that was inside of an, uh, of his own egg and it never hatched, but all it was sticking out was his feet. And, and all it was, was just an egg, a big egg. He was like a big chicken, <laughs> was a big egg with two feet sticking out. I said, now that's funny, but we slap on a couple of arms, retractable arms, and that's a lot more funny than somebody with a hazmat suit. I don't know why somebody, and so they went, okay, great. So we made this thing and uh, you know, it was inflatable. And the tough part was between every take, there was two really tough things. One is it was three, if you count it, it was very difficult to get around in. Two, it had to be inflated all the time. And three, uh, uh, you couldn't hear each other. So yeah. there's lots and lots of, of images you know stills taken from the the show of, of me and jake or jake and bo trying to talk to each other like shouting through the you know <laughs> the bubble because if you took it off it deflated and it would take you like five minutes you know to get it built up again and then yeah. and we would plug it in between takes and it would make a whole lot of you know racket from the fans um so it was not uh it was not easy to work i mean part of me regretted doing that but but that being said you know it was great Jake liked to do his own stunts whenever we'd let him do it. Uh, there's one where he first escapes from his house where yeah. he, he stayed up all night, you know, and the theme from Rocky kicked in and, and he falls down. So he goes to walk down the stairs. He's never been downstairs before yeah. <laughs> in his own house. So, so, so conceivably, the way we were both looking at it, I was like, well, I guess you'd fall <laughs> because you don't know how to traverse stairs. So he said, well, I want to do it. And we're like, you know, the stunt guy's like, I don't know. And I said, because you know, I said, the idea is it was like the stairs went down one flight and then they hit a landing and went down another flight. And the idea would be the camera would be at the bottom of the second flight and you'd see the bubble come rolling down the stairs. You know, he gets up and he rolls down a second flight of stairs. And Jake said, well, I want to do it by myself. So you know, I can come, you know, I'm like, I'm all for it because I can see his face come right up into, into frame. And, and we talked, somehow we talked to some guy into doing it and uh, and he did, he went head over heels. I mean, purposely. And uh, he studied. Jake is you know really athletic and and uh, he pulled oh, it yeah. off. And then wherever we can, he also did. I think that once. And then from that scene, he got into the street. He steps in the dog poo, which of course is mm. him. That wasn't just fun. And then he got in the street, and then he fell. He tripped in the street because he's got little you know wobbly legs. And uh, I, I I know one time it was a stunt guy, and then I think Jake did it. Uh, as well, and then in the wide shot, he fell down. I think that might have been Sun Guy too. You know, Sun Guys—they don't want you know producers. They don't want their star, you know, risking themselves. But oh yeah, but yeah, it was. Um, the other thing was just tough. Like when he gets <laughs> when he gets picked up by uh, by Pappy, and 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 he had to get into the jeep. You know, Pappy would you know, you know, can you take me to to to, to Niagara Falls? And he goes, depends. He goes, depends on what? He says, well, I'm gonna need a box of depends, five hundred dollars, but. So getting him to squeeze into that Jeep was, you know, something, all right, we have to figure that out because it's not going to fit in the Jeep. But again, I'm insisting that 
we have scenes where we're looking, you know, back at the two shot in the, in the Jeep, where you would see this, you know, this globe around Bubble Boy, and 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 Pappy's like, you know, trying to drive, and he's and he's being shoved, you know, over by the bubble. But that's it's funny, you know. Yeah, yeah I, mean, really funny. I mean, the the fact that he's in this enormous bubble it just has such a comedy value to yeah, it. Thank you. And there there must have been like, was there? air I, I can't remember if you've mentioned but was there air being pumped into it continuously well, it, well we a lot of if there was dial if there wasn't dialogue yes and he had a portable air thing that we could disguise on the outside of it and it would put because it just made such a racket but if you had dialogue we had to pull pull that air at the last minute and as soon as it cut put the air back in you know it's terribly loud and we had a number of suits and um he uh, went through quite a lot of them you know because he because we're, we're really abusive to it you know and uh, yeah. uh, but yeah, so it made it again. It was that's what I was saying before. Like I, I half regretted that decision because it sure made it hard. You know, there's no like pulling off the mask and talking for a while. I think it was like fifty something days, and he was in that suit for well more than half of them because only part of it, the first act, is all that's in the uh, in the house. You know. Like, was there ever a, a worry about him getting too hot? Anything yeah, like that in the yeah, all the time, because especially we shot here in Southern California and Las Vegas. It wasn't midsummer, as I recall. It was somewhat cool outside, but yeah, it was constantly a concern. But, you know, on a big picture like that, you have medics and set medics and things like that. So, you know, if ever there was a time. Uh, and you know what? They actually had an air conditioning pack, too. It's just like the astronauts. You know, they, 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 they could pump in cool air if we knew we were going to be somewhere hot. Yeah. So it's so, <laughs> But again, the real the real problems with it, Joe, was more communicating, and 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 the noise factor when you know when the fan was blowing and you're trying to do dialogue, it was just uh, it was a big pain in the butt. Well, um, thank you very much for uh, talking to me about this. Sure, man. Thank you, and thank you for making the film. Thank you. Yeah, it's great to talk to you. It's been a pleasure. Cheers, man. Thank you so much. Bye. All right. Have a great one. Absolutely loved that interview, Joe. You did a great job. Uh, I completely agree with uh, that review about Bubble Boy that Blair was talking about. I think, I think this is a film that uh, that Jesus would have made. Do you know what I mean? I mean, I'm really sad that this was never released or still hasn't been released on a 4D screen. Yeah. So when he's running in the uh, the bubble. You know, you'll be running in your seat as well. You know, when he's floating down uh, the Niagara Falls River, you know, you'll get splashed and everything. Yeah, it'll be a great experience for the whole family. Finally, can we talk about the whole $500 thing? Yeah, for your honeymoon. What is it? $500. $500? $500. The low-key racism. Yeah, I don't think I don't think they would get away with that today. No, it definitely wouldn't fly in 2021. <laughs> Mind-blowing how he went from $500 to prisoners. No. Which is a it's a tough film to watch. <laughs> No, I think I think we all need to cancel Jake Gyllenhaal. <laughs> that, <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> he doesn't deserve it, guys. Please don't. After you actually watch the film, you are so welcome to come back to me and Ryan and say thank you so much, guys. Thank you so much for recommending this. Yes, let us know what you thought. Uh, on Twitter and Instagram, we are at Real Life Pod. So give us a follow, uh, drop us a message, and reach out. And that is the episode. Thank you for listening, guys. Thank you, guys. Bye. Bye.